you have something inspiring to say? Have you always known that your voice can contribute to the world? Is now the time? Yes, now is the time. The world is waiting for you. Welcome to the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. Today, we have an inspiring guest who is ready to share their voice with the world. Now, on to the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whether you're listening live, you're listening in the replay. I'm so grateful that you're here, and what an amazing, amazing way to begin my day. I'm so grateful I have another amazing host with me today in the Open Mic Spotlight Show. I, you know what? I am the luckiest woman in the world because I get to dance with so many amazing beings um, from all over the world. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for being on radio and and creating this platform, I wouldn't get this uh, this honor because, you know, we all don't get in our car and, and go to different provinces and countries and, and cities all around the world every day. And yet I have the opportunity to do that. And today I have the opportunity to do that with the, the one. The only Miss Betsy <laughs> McLaughlin. <laughs> Darling, I'm so happy that you are here. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for the invitation, and I'm ha- I'm very happy to be here, too. <laughs> so Betsy is an author, a certified facilitator of Access Consciousness, a transformational coach, a radio show host, a kick-ass uh, like class facilitator, she believes in the possibility of creating the life you desire to live and works with her clients to release self-limiting beliefs. Betsy has seen amazing transformations in their lives and is honored to witness their changes. Betsy, I also know, is a massive creator. She creates some of the most gorgeous graphics that I've had the honor and privilege of receiving um, in a book that we both co-authored in most recently that just went um, number one, which was um, Relationships Done Easy. Betsy also creates all sorts of classes with all sorts of different facilitators that people can participate in online. And of course, her Imperfect Brilliance radio show that she co-creates with Kathy Williams at this moment. She did have another colleague who has made uh, another transition choice, and that was, um, oh my gosh, brain, completely lost it. Sadie Lake. I'm like, I see the F and my brain, more coffee, more coffee required. uh, Bessie has been on the radio since September of 2014 with us. Wow. That's a good <laughs> Betsy, I'm so happy to have you here today. And you know what? I've said this on nearly every show. One of the most um, heartwarming things and enjoyable things for me in doing these, these open mic spotlight shows is I get to know more about the people I already know a lot about. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and I'm really, ex- you know, extremely excited to share that. Um, all about you with all of our radio show hosts, or listeners rather. And yes, how can I forget, she's also a magic realtor. (laughs) Betsy, what don't you do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that question. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. You know what I don't do is I don't wallow in the muck anymore. Nice. <laughs> That's what I don't do. Yeah. Former a former <laughs> muck follower. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Betsy, let's start at the beginning. Where were you born and raised? Wow. Um, okay, so I was born in beautiful Carmel, California, um, mm-hmm. in the United States, and my father was in the Navy, so kind of went all over, um, and he got out of the Navy, lived in Dallas for the um, early teen years, and then moved to Maryland um, when he lost his job there, and has, has been in Maryland ever since, and that's on the east coast of the United States and actually not too far from our nation's capital. Hmm. So I've been here quite a long time now. Yeah. Wow. So you did you go to middle school there? I went to, yes, yeah, so the tail end of middle school, high school, and, and has been here ever since. Wow, very cool. So what was it like for you growing up? You, uh, you traveled, you lived in different places in the, in, in the U.S., what was yeah. that like for you? Um, there were fun parts and there were not so fun parts. Um, and I was the oldest, I am the oldest of uh, three kids. And it kind of had a volatile childhood. lived in a volatile household. So learned adaptation skills and um, did my best to be the big sister to protect everybody and, you know, to mm. to forge some sort of life and uh, outside of what I knew was possible somewhere down inside of me. I knew that there was a lot more that could be created and could be done. So um, I guess a lot of my life has been a journey in finding that for myself and what that looked like and really creating a joyful existence as opposed to simply existing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I I didn't know this about you, so there's the first thing I've learned about you. So many of us that are in uh, that are in this field of inspiring other people um have had some form of um unkindness in our childhood that really um created a catalyst for us choosing to be something different, to be yeah. a different possibility. And, um, you know, I look forward to the day where people desire to be an inspiration without having to have had that difficulty. And yet, you know, without judging it, we're all learning. And and even the people around us that um, created that. So I'm thank -hmm. you for sharing that. Thank you for being vulnerable to share that with all of us. Um, did you find, Betsy, that as you um, were moving through your childhood and, and into your adulthood, did you carry that caregiver um, aspect with you? Uh, <laughs> oh, that, I that think would I be just hit the giant yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, I, I felt it was my duty to, you know, take care of everybody. Uh, at, except for myself, I, I discovered that you know I had left myself out of that equation, 
and put everybody else's needs uh, and desires or what I thought were their needs and desires and requirements ahead of myself to the point where I was just like not in the equation at all. <laughs> mm. And how did that fall out for you? Like, you know, each of us have some way that it finally screams at us. Um, you mm-hmm. need to pay the hell attention. How did that how yeah. did that fall out for you? Um, how did it that well you're really asking me some amazing questions here. <laughs> um, it fell out for me in just getting to the point in my life where I did not want to continue. It, I was so depressed and I mm. had created a lot of different illnesses and had suicidal thoughts and I was just like this if this is my life, I really just don't want to do this anymore. It was just too hard. Um, nothing was really going the way I wanted it to go and um, I just was like something's got to change or I just don't want to be here anymore. So that was, right. you know, a pretty low point in my life. Did that permeate for a long time or was that um, a, a short window for you? It permeated for quite a while until it just was like um, something's got to change and I started looking for something. And I had gone to um, counseling and a lot of, um, I had found, I went through several therapists before I found somebody that I actually felt like I was getting somewhere with and mm-hmm. um, got a lot got a lot better through the therapy. And then it was kind of like, okay, we're talking about the same thing every week and just, I'm really just like, I think it's not I'm changing. done with this. Yeah, and something else, there's got to be something else. So in that quest for something else, I I discovered Reiki. Um, my my sister in law actually told me about she had driven by a place and she she called me. And she's like, I see this sign about um, Reiki, and my body just got really excited. It was like, oh, what's that? And she, <laughs> she told me the woman's phone number. It's like, oh, 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 I've always kind of been curious. And so I went and had a Reiki session, and I loved how I felt. Um, and with that, I've always kind of been a like if this something that I think is going to be fun and cool I'm like all right let's let's do more and so I dove in and became a Reiki master took all the different trainings for Reiki and so that kind of started me on my quest and then it was like okay this is cool and I feel like there's something else still available to me Mm -hmm. and so I just kind of started asking questions, and another friend of mine called me, and uh, she was in New York at the time, and she said, you know, I found this. I think you might really like this. I'm like, oh, what is it? Uh, you know? And I had uh, learned a lot about, you know, communicating with angels and all of the different things. Like, just kept looking, like, what else is there? And there's so mm-hmm. many different amazing things out there um, to contribute to you. And she told me about, she's like, it's, um, it was about access bars. So, again, being the person I am, I'm like, ooh, let me see all about it. And I went online and I found somebody local um, and I went and had a, a, a bar session, and um, mm. which is, um, for anybody listening who doesn't know what it is, it's, it's a gentle uh, touch, 32 different points on your head, that will release um, feelings, thoughts, and emotions that you have stored in your body. And after the first session, I was like, oh my God, I felt, I was like kind of on this, just this bliss high. And I thought, 
how from, you know, an hour and a half, two hours, I really don't know how long I was there. I was just kind of floated out. And I was like, wow, I would really like to have more of this in my life. And so from that, <clears throat> then I, again, desiring to show, you know, share this with other people, I mm-hmm. dove into becoming a, a teacher and uh, sharing sharing bars with other people. And so that's how I got into Access Consciousness. And from that, um, that which is about five years now for me, and from that, my life really has completely changed. Mm-hmm. So that was a yeah. long story. <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, I love to see the full picture. Um, so between when you first took Reiki and today, do you do you remember how long that's been? Probably about six or seven years, somewhere about a year to two years in between finding Reiki um, and then finding access bars. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, okay, cool. So, uh, Bessie, did you, um, along your journey to this point, did you marry, have children, adopt animals? Um, I was already married and um, have a son, and it's all, all of this has really contributed to our relationship because we were pretty rocky, and neither one of us really knew what to do with our lives. Um, and I'd been married before, and I found that I was repeating a lot of the same patterns of unhappiness and passive-aggressive behavior and not knowing how to communicate. Um, so from access consciousness and just the tools that you learn here about mm-hmm. how there there is a different possibility. Um, the Our relationship has changed and I do have an amazing dog who mm-hmm. is, he he loves the energy work. He just, he loves contributing to it and so he's he's just, he's amazing too. So it's, it's fun that you asked about animals because they're such a contribution to us. That's True. an amazing contribution. And your real estate. When did you start your real estate? <laughs> I have, I actually started it the first time, a, quite a long time ago while I was married to my first husband, and I did it for a while, and then when we, probably about five years, and then when we divorced, I, I had the point of view that I couldn't do it on my own. I couldn't, uh, without my husband's income, that I needed to go, and I'm doing air quotes, I needed to go get a real job, and I had to be serious, <laughs> and, you know, like, oh, on, and, you know, that serious. definitely, right, and that definitely contributed to my downhill, you know, swirl into the muck, uh, because I wasn't happy in that arena of, the corporate world, and yet I did it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I had the point of view that I couldn't support myself and I needed to go get a real job with benefits and blah, 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 blah. Right. So right. <laughs> so then I took a break from – so I, then I thought, well, I just – why am I paying all this money to have my license if I'm not doing anything? So I stopped. And then fast forward maybe – 10, 15 years, and I thought, you know, I really would, I really desire to do something different, and this is about 10 years ago. I thought, you know, I really loved real estate, so I thought, well, let me get my license again, and it just really Mm. excited me, and and I love contributing to people and helping them find homes and selling their homes and negotiate, I love the negotiating part of it, and (laughs) um, it's so much fun, and now with the tools that I now know with questions and everything that, that's just really expanded that world. 
So, um, so I've been back a licensed realtor for 10 years. So I probably, probably have about 17, 18 years uh, total experience with that. Wow. That's awesome. Whew. Okay, we've got the full picture. <laughs> well, at least we have some of the pictures. Um, uh, of our beautiful guest today. Um, we are going to go for our first break of the show, and when we get back, we're going to dive into more things all about Betsy. So stay tuned, everyone. You are listening to the Mike Spotlight Show here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. Could your perceived imperfections actually be your brilliance? What if your willingness to acknowledge your brilliance is the catalyst to creating a new reality? A reality of ease, magic, and joyous possibilities. Tune in to Imperfect Brilliance Radio Show with certified facilitators Betsy McLaughlin and Kathy Williams and receive tools and inspiration to release your limitations and embrace your luminous shine. How much more can you be, do, have, and create in the world? Are you ready to be the inspiration you truly be? Listen to Imperfect Brilliance Radio Show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. All right. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around. And if you're just joining, we are speaking with the beautiful, the none other, Betsy McLaughlin. I always, I think I pronounced your last name incorrectly. My tongue does something funny when I pronounce it. Can you pronounce your last name for me one more time? (laughs) McLaughlin. McLaughlin. I, I think I need to get an accent in there, Betsy, so I can get it right. There, oh, it's, there's something. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so before we went for I'll break. I'll answer. <laughs> before we went for break, <laughs> you, you will answer. Um, before we went for break, you were sharing with us all about you. And and all the things that you that brought you to today, and I, I really love that whole whole picture. You know, something popped into my mind. What what is the radio show that you created with Sadie that you're now doing with Kathy? Uh-huh. What what is imperfect brilliance? What is that? It's about embracing your brilliance, and we. T- we tend to really judge ourselves like nonstop and we're never, you know, like we don't do this right. We don't do that right. I just can't get it the way I want it. 
And so it was talking about, it's really, the whole thing kind of just came about actually at facilitator training in Costa Rica. Um, we were we were in a class and Sadie came running up to me, something that I had shared, I really don't even remember, but she was like, oh my God, oh my God, we really should do uh, like a, a telecall on this or something. And from there, um, it just went from a telecall into the radio show, and she's like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, wow, that sounds really fun. And it's about embracing what you think is imperfect, and what if what you think is imperfect is actually your brilliance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's how it came about. So, okay, cool. And what was it about about you that you felt was was imperfect that you now acknowledge is brilliant wow you know gosh there's so many different places i could go with this um and one of the things in my journey has been when i i tend to when i was upset and depressed and everything i turned very much inward and I used food as a as a comfort, as a substitute mm-hmm. for, and I really have done that my whole life, like looked for food as a comfort and a substitute for what I was looking for that I was not receiving. And right. so I became like, a, I became a closet eater and I hit it. Uh, and there were a lot of points of view um, in my household about bodies and size and weight and it was like no matter what size I was I wasn't perfect um so and in my life I have weighed a lot of different I've been a lot of different sizes I've been up to like a size 32 or 34 in women's clothes um 500 pounds which was quite an interesting uh place to be and yeah, so in that, there's just been so – I have learned so much about bodies and judging and the projections that I heard from other people as well as all the judgments and everything that I did um, to myself that kind of mm-hmm. kept me in that loop of um, – self-hatred and recrimination and I can't do anything right and see you can't even you have no control over your body and um, I felt like my body let me down tremendously like how come everybody else around me can eat and they don't gain weight and I did and you know so now um, I kind of lost my train of where I was going here the train left the station without me (laughs) well the, the the radio show the imperfect brilliance and this was one of the one of the areas now I said what did you judge about you that was imperfect that you now know is brilliant oh thank you yeah and a lot of that was around my body and um learning like there's definitely been so many judgments about all the imperfections of my body and all the imperfections of my life um and what i have judged so harshly um, around all of that, and what if all of this was a gift that I was not willing to see or receive? And what if when I, you know, like now I have such a different understanding of the challenges that you go through when you are that, you know, when your body is larger like that, that most mm-hmm. people would never even 
think about because it's just not in their um, in their radar at all. And the unkindness that can be hurled at you when you are that when you're different, you know. Right. And I see that just as much with people that are very very thin as people who are very very large and everything in between. And I I've come to realize that it has nothing to do with the size that your body is in whatever particular moment in time. Mhm. Yeah, it's it's interesting how um an experience can begin to show up and in showing up it actually starts to create some other um nearly I'm going to call it self abuse. Uh, mm-hmm. in that, you know, it's not a kindness to us to turn off to turn off who we truly be and to buy into everybody else's um behaviors and judgments and allow it to really hit us like like darts on a on a dartboard, yes. right? Yes. And oh, absolutely. And then we, what we do is we begin to layer on more and more and more and and layer on, you know, whatever it is that our thing is, right? For some people, it might be alcohol. For other people, it might be, you know, cutting their arms. For another person, Mm -hmm. you know, like yourself, it was food. And, you know, everybody can, you know, we all often reach for other things when we're trying to quiet the the insanity uh, that we're running away from um, that we never seem to be able to run away from, right? And and then we end up with all of these other things that now we have to deal with all of this other and wow we're just like we're in this pool of massive self judgment it's it's like you need a yeah. you need a backhoe to to lift all this stuff oh. off of ourselves and yet yes, Betsy absolutely. you have Betsy you have yeah. so, so tell us tell us what you have been doing to really move beyond that uh, what you said closet eating and and you know mm-hmm. that self abuse what what changed it for you wow um again i you know when i when i talked about earlier about you know like i just didn't want to continue with my life the way it was you know a large part of that was the size that i was and the depression i just was like i i just don't want to do this anymore and you know so like what what other choices are there and so realizing that it has very little to do with the size of your body uh was one of the one of the huge ahas for me um because when you no matter what size you are you are going if you don't take care of yourself and the things that are contributing to the depression and the upset and the illnesses and everything else. You could be a hundred pounds, you could be a thousand pounds, and it, you're still you're still you, right? And so one of the things that I have learned is, um, like, sometimes people would say to me, "You have a, such a you have such a pretty face." <laughs> dot 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 dot. Right. So yeah. all the implied you can hear stuff it. is right. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is like, uh, okay, so, you know, and talk about, like, just invalidating the rest of you. Um, so in in the in the quest for me and all of me, like, you know, whatever size my body is, 
to embrace who I truly be because we're not our bodies. And uh-huh. that's been an incredible thing for me to learn is we are not our bodies. We are us. No matter what, you know, we look at, do we ever look the same two days in a row? <laughs> you know, like right. something's always changing. So in learning that, wow, this really isn't about my body at all and taking care of me, putting myself in the equation and finding some of these amazing um, you know, so everything that I talked about already that I've journeyed with in my life, food has become a lot different in, in my world. And not to say that I don't fall back sometimes on old patterns, but in a, and if I do, I'm like, okay, interesting choice I made here, and what else can I choose now? As opposed to beating myself up and it's hopeless and, oh, my God, I just ate, you know, half a thing of ice Mm -hmm. cream while I might as well just finish ice cream and, you know, then feeling so sick that I can't move and, you know, every abuse that that did to my body. Now it's just like, okay, well, that was interesting. So now what what can we choose now? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so that has been a huge uh, change. And I realized, you know, it has absolutely nothing to do with the number on the scale. Mhm. Mhm. And so Betsy when you were um you said your largest um your body was uh mm-hmm. you said around 500 pounds what was it that changed it for you um it, it it wasn't simply just not eating right That is correct yeah it's way beyond not eating you know it's about really for me it was about taking care of myself and honoring myself and and the being that I be as well as my body. And when I started like realizing that I can be that with me and for me no matter mm. what size I am that it just everything shifted and food became a lot less important. Mhm. Um and a lot less of a, a focus. You know, I used to spend a lot of time like, okay, you know, I'm going to go buy blah, blah, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then I'm going to, and it was it was a lot of um, obsessing, I guess, about what, what I was going to eat and more about even getting it than, and the whole thing about hiding it and then just gorging and then feeling so awful afterwards, just physically as well as the abuse I've hurled on myself for doing it yet again mm-hmm. you know to I don't I don't do that anymore and it's like wow I and I hadn't even thought about that so thank you for that question so it's it's so much lighter and freer in my world to not be in that cycle of the binge eating and the obsessing about what was I going to eat next right and a lot of what you've chosen in, you know, starting with Reiki and and all the modalities you've gone through has contributed to you mm-hmm. being in that space of being able to look at your choices and and starting to obviously increase the kindness to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that gave me chills. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, um, I just, I don't know, I just perceived so many, so, so many people that have been so unkind to themselves and, um, you know, they're perpetuating someone else's judgment onto themselves. It's like mm-hmm. flogging, flogging yourself when somebody says that you're bad and um, none of that is true. Uh, 
and and yet it it goes on everywhere. So I'm really grateful, Betsy, that you are being uh, an amazing example and, and the vulnerability you're sharing with us today because it's it's individuals like you and so many others that I've spoken to in their choices of saying, you know what, I'm changing this and I'm going to be an inspiration yeah. for someone else. That's what's changing the world. And whether we change it for ourselves and others watch or we change it for ourselves and we share out loud what it is that we've been doing, that's a huge invitation to change the world. And I'm very grateful for that. Thank you so much, Betsy, and for being on our network and and being that invitation each each and every day for others that listen. It um, it's a gift. Thank you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> thank you. Wow! You're thank so you welcome. very much. You're welcome. And um, so while the two of us wipe our eyes because they're leaking right now, <laughs> we're going to go for our second break of the show. And we're just going to bask in this glory that we've just created here with our beautiful Betsy McLaughlin. <laughs> I think I'm getting it right now. <laughs> and when we get back, I've got some, some more questions to learn more about the beautiful Betsy. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. Could your perceived imperfections actually be your brilliance? What if your willingness to acknowledge your brilliance is the catalyst to creating a new reality? A reality of ease, magic, and joyous possibilities. Tune in to Imperfect Brilliance Radio Show with certified facilitators Betsy McLaughlin and Kathy Williams and receive tools and inspiration to release your limitations and embrace your luminous shine. How much more can you be, do, have, and create in the world? Are you ready to be the inspiration you truly be? Listen to Imperfect Brilliance Radio Show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S. 613-800-8736 in Canada or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Well, we've composed ourselves. We are ready to jump right back in. There's a lot of action in the chat room. I can't even get keep up with all of it for God's sake. It's a little wild in here, but I have some questions, and we have a, a we have someone in the chat room that has some questions. Um, so Eleanor is asked, "What is most important in your self care, Betsy?" Me, like <laughs> keeping me in. I I have tended to like just dis- disassociate and 
separate mm. myself from from being um, from being present. And so, it for me, this the it's reminding myself when I find myself like shutting down or tuning out to something to be like, okay, where am I in that equation? And um, if I've realized that I'm not there, then it's about remembering that I'm, it's really, okay, so it's just like remembering that I am important in the equation of me. Yeah, I get, I get yeah. that. And, 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 and it, it, I think what I heard you starting to say is being present, like really making the demand of yourself to be present. Yes. Right. Yes, and absolutely. stay, okay, be here, be here, get in your body, be, you know, show up. And, and when we're doing that and we're not doing this mindless, cause I do that too. You know, I do this mindless eating and then I go, what in the Lord? You know, like what? What was that? And it sometimes it is. Okay. There's so much distracting us, and so much, so many things are are in our heads that are really pulling on us, and and we're doing this um, mindless choice. And uh, so being that presence is is awesome. Eleanor also asks, what brings you into presence, Betsy? Um, one of the great things is the excess bars um when i find myself being like Rah, you know and like wanting to one of my really good indicators how, how do you spell that like <laughs> i yeah it's like when i when my husband's driving me nuts like when i every like everything he's doing i just want to smack him around i'm like okay it's time to get my bars run and so that for me is a really important part of self-care and presence of like and there's just something so amazing about it, you know. With an hour, hour and a half, two hours, um, however long you have in that session, um, it just it clears everything that just doesn't really matter and mm-hmm. brings you back to to you. And like you said, if you if you find yourself doing the mindless eating, be like, oh, okay, interesting choice I made here. Can I choose something different now without the self-recriminations, without the judgment of, you know, all the awful things that we've all said to ourselves over many, many years? So it's it's really consciously changing those patterns that keep us in that same insanity. So then you mm-hmm. when you change when you change the pattern and you realize, you know, like you recognize if you start. For me, if I start disassociating, if I start distracting, if I, you know, like, oh, okay. And I've asked my body to be, to let me know when I'm doing that. Um, And really, including my body, like I said earlier, my body and me together, when they're not two Uh. separate things, which I really um, didn't realize I was doing for a large part of my life and to be in communion with both my being and my body. And so when, uh, and it, that just, it was such a, a huge shift for me. Um, and mm. then the other thing that, that is so wonderful with the tools that we are also privileged to have discovered and incorporated into our life is the question. And the question always empowers 
and the judgments, the conclusions, the decisions we make always disempower. So in, in asking whatever question might, you know, and a lot of times it's more than one question, it will shift whatever the conclusion is that I might have made. So for me, that's also a, um, a great component of staying present and self-care mm-hmm. for myself. Right. Awesome. Cool. Okay, so my next question is, Betsy, what is inspiration to you? Oh, wow. Um, Joy, children laughing, uh, people playing, people having fun, the the juicy, excited, bubbly feeling that that will just take you know, like take over my body like it's so I'm like oh yes more of that more of that yes please yes please that's all inspiring to see people choosing for them whatever that is whatever works for them um is hugely expi- inspiring the vulnerability that you know when people are that and they truly show who they are Mm-hmm. All of that is just, it's so, to me, it's just so beautiful and so inspiring. And it's like, yes, that, that's what I love to see in the world and see people doing and being. Nice. So, Betsy, what is inspiring to you about you? <laughs> wow. Oh dear! I, I, I think I think I hit a funny bone, everybody. Yes, I do believe you did. Um, what is it? I should even remember the question. I'm sorry. What, you what is inspiring to you about you? Oh, um, my laughter. Like, like I do have a lot of fun laughing. Um, what is inspiring else is. Where from where I have come to who I am today, holy guacamole! Like that is a huge. I'm getting chills even saying it. Yeah. So thank you for that question. And everywhere that any of us have not acknowledged the inspiration we truly be, would you be willing to do that? Mm. Right. And and yeah. what what invitation is that for more inspiration for all of us? <laughs> I just want to sit with that. I just, I'm just basking in what you just said. Yeah. Thank you. Please, can we, can we all choose more of that? Let's, let's have a little bit more joy in the world. Speaking of the world. Yeah. Betsy, what is important to you in the world? What is really important Uh, to to you? Wow. Uh, This, this energy, this space of choosing different and, acknowledging who you are and the inspiration you are and knowing that you can make a difference. If you've touched one person, if you've contributed to one person, you have made a difference somewhere in the world. And you have no idea how that one how that impact for that one person can set off a whole chain reaction of something different, something more inspiring, something gratitude is coming in too, right? And so for the gratitude of all of that and the knowing that you can 
choose something different every second of every day, no matter what choices you've made. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, I know you work with individuals one on one, and so do I. And I, just looking at that question again, and I've asked that question of every single one of the interviews that I've done, and it's something just popped in for me is, is the, what, what can we be or do to really change people seeing their self-worth? Like really, yeah. really acknowledge, acknowledging their self-worth, a- a- acknowledging their brilliance, acknowledging their contribution, and drop the crap around that this is, you know, you're being boisterous, you're being, you're being, what, what is the word I'm looking for, Betsy? You're being a show off, you know, you're, you're, uh-huh. you're, you're just, you're just, you know, bo- boasting yourself. And I'd like to see more boasting, please. Like, ah, oh, it makes me crazy when I, you know, and I know, I know that it was the same and I'm going to say it's the same for you because when I acknowledged you, the tears that came up, right? Yeah. And and mm-hmm. oftentimes those tears of will come up because there there's spaces and places where where we haven't acknowledged ourselves, haven't been willing to acknowledge them more than a glimpse. And mm-hmm. and although although those are the spaces and places where our our whole being aches to be acknowledged. And yeah. it's like the the dam opens up like, oh my gosh, it's finally happened. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, ah, you know, thank you for acknowledging you, and and thank you for being willing to step into this because um, there's something percolating. I'm not sure what it is. Something is percolating yeah. about this, um, yeah. but this 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 unwillingness to acknowledge ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, is stopping so much of who we truly be and what what we can contribute to the world. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I mean, a, a child gets a sticker when they come home and they go, Mommy, Daddy, look what I did, right? And they're so excited and they go, Oh, Billy, oh, Susie, that's amazing. And Billy and Susie shine even brighter. But they had to tell yes. mommy and daddy, right? They had to tell yeah. mommy and daddy, right? Would we be yeah. all willing to say, look at me, look what I did today? Yes, yes. And really like acknowledging, it's so easy to see the beauty in everyone else, to see the magnificence of them, to see their brilliance. And so I love where this conversation is right now. Like, what would it take to really look and see the magnificent, the beauty, the talent, the inspiration that you be? Mm. Yeah. And talking about the change that we desire to see in the world, what if that is a huge component to it? Yeah, and, and ben, Eleanor has a great question. Is there a rightness to acknowledgement and a wrongness to boasting? Well, I'm going to say the access question. Betsy, are you ready? Eleanor, what do, you, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, it is a good show topic. Yes, thank you so much, Eleanor, for, for that. Sure. And there's no rightness. I don't believe that there's a rightness or a wrongness to it. The rightness or the wrongness is in the eye of the judger, right? Mm-hmm. And and what what mm-hmm. I know is oftentimes, like you said, Betsy. Um, while there's so many thoughts in my head, it's hard to hold on to them all. You you <laughs> said we will acknowledge other people. It's easy mm-hmm. for us to see the beauty in someone else, right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, what popped into my head is, yeah, because we're looking for what it is within ourselves that we have decided is lacking, right? Like we're yeah. we're looking over yeah. there and we're like, oh my god, he's so amazing. And at that time, so often, I don't mean every single time, but so often it's because we're looking within ourselves and saying, oh, I don't have that. They are super amazing. And it's not that we can't acknowledge each other and we can't be, you know, really see each other, but oftentimes there is this underlying energy of that's not, that's not me. I don't have that. And, 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 and it's, it's the judgment of the, um, acknowledgement or the boasting. It, it's really who, it's the judger that decides whether it's right or wrong. And, and yeah. what, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We're the judge, the jury, the executioner. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's a, it's a, it's a three hat. It's a three tier hat. <laughs> oh my gosh. We don't it's need crazy. anybody else to do that. It is. We were so good at it, right? Like, and it is, it's, and that is all part of, you know, that insanity that we um, can inflict on ourselves. Right. I like that. We we do inflict it on ourselves. So um, what would you like to, what would you like to choose in your life today that will, will begin to create more joy, just more joy? Is it, yes. a, is it a beautiful Absolutely. glass of water? Is it a nice cup of coffee? Is it a walk? by the water, like, you know, is it reading a book for five minutes? What is it that could bring you just one step of, one increment of joy that you could grow tomorrow and, and the next day and the next day? And, uh, yeah, I think it's that that's something that each and every one of us can be looking at. So, Betsy, tell me, what are you creating in the world right now? Because I know you're a massive creator, and we have about four minutes left in the show. I'd like to tell everybody where they can find you, where they can connect oh, with you, you, how they can hire you for all your brilliance, all the different brilliances, and, and tell us what you're creating in the world today. Thank you so much. Um, so the people can find me on Facebook, and I all, my email address is accessbetsy at gmail.com, and I do have a website called creatingyumminess.com, creatingyumminess, because uh, I really desire to create lots and lots of yumminess in the world and however I can contribute to people. Um, I do private sessions like uh, Christine mentioned. I do um, energetic work as well as coaching. I have lots of classes coming up. There's uh, the foundation. I have one actually in April in Virginia. And working on a couple of telecalls right now, actually one about uh, Canva basics, one, two, three of Canva. And looking cool. at a lot of other co-creations with people. So I love collaborating and playing with other people. 
And I realized that for a long time, like, I got judged for that. Like, I wasn't doing anything on my own. And I thought, you know, that's actually one of my strongnesses. So how much fun can I have with playing with other people? So, um, and I'm also looking at what I can create by myself. So, um, thank you for that question. Well, and I'm always I'm always open to, to traveling and, and doing classes anywhere in the world, so... Beautiful. And if someone's interested in your real estate, where would they contact you? Same email address? They, this, yes, absolutely. They can do the same. And I also do, uh, thank you for asking that question, I also do um, sessions with houses. And I can do that remotely. I've helped people who have been trying to sell their house and are having problems or looking at buying something. Um, I can tap into the energy of it and, and uh, really ask a lot of questions that can um bring into, I guess, what's the word? Um, I guess just kind of really just contribute whatever the people are looking for. And that, that's been a lot of fun. It's like the house whisperer. So I'm having a lot of fun <laughs> with that as well. You know, as well as selling or renting or um, real estate, residential or commercial. So um, lots of fun, lots of different things that I do. And I really like how many other things can I create? <laughs> Well, I know you're you're very much like me. You you love doing lots of different things, and and it's it's yes. enjoyable. It's like it's like the 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 buffet of this life that we get to create. Um, we get to step up to that table, and we get to choose whatever we would like. Uh, how does it get any better yes, than that? Ma'am. So, Betsy, my final question, Jeopardy question: <laughs> What is your <laughs> message? What is your message for all our listeners? for 2017 wow embrace you the beautiful you would you be willing to stop running away from you would you be willing to really be all of you not parts of you but all of you and whatever that looks like and be the inspiration you truly truly be Awesome. Well, you definitely have been an inspiration for us today, Betsy. I am very grateful oh, for everything you shared and everything you're creating in the world, and most especially uh, here on the network, of course. I'm going to boast about that. Uh, Imperfect Brilliance, <laughs> you, can catch, you can catch them on the, on the site, and you can catch all of their replays. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Take care, Betsy. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Radio Show. We will be here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, continue to create you with joy and inspiration.